Can I have your attention? <laughs> Can I have everyone's attention, please? Um, it's Neil Brennan and Bianca. See ya. See Hi. Um, <laughs> I've you? noticed a, dis- uh, a disturbing trend, which is the more cleavage you show on YouTube, the higher our view count. I don't and think so. I, I, I look. I'm afraid I'm right. I, I, I might look. be wrong, but I'm not that wrong if I'm wrong. Because I wear sweaters. I wear shirts. Yeah. Those episodes bomb. No, uh, like, I mean, it's a matter of 10, 10, 20%. But um, it's inter- it, look, it's interesting. We had some real dirtbags out there. It, like, Listen, the YouTubers are a special breed. They really are a special breed. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it? them. They're Nin- real 92? degenerate. Ninety-two. Yeah, I feel like the list. The people that listen are like, I'm a nice person who's interested in race and gender, and the YouTube people are on some 4chan shit. Yo, I don't know what they're that doing. That ninety-two percentile. Yeah, that all do the man. The locker room talk. They like that <laughs> locker room talk that we bring. Um, Binks. What what happened with your personal life? What's happening in your life? I don't know anything. I'm just one. No, I was like, what you trying to say on the air? Um, and no, everything's great. How are you? Are you going to do anything for Thanksgiving? I'm going to go to Phoenix. Why? Um, Sorry, why? Oh, good. Qu- I love your tone. Um, because my uh, my brother... Two of my brothers and my nephew live there. Neil has so many brothers and sisters. I think. Um, <laughs> I heard. No, uh, yeah. So they all live there and like a bunch of my nieces and nephews. So Cute. and then so my mom, it's just it's warm. Teresa. My mom's at the age now. By the way, did you see the picture downstairs? No. There's a picture. My sister Anne sent um a framed photo from our wonderful from Twain Gang. Was it Tang Yang? Was it? Is it the one of you, her, and your mom? No, there's one of you as well. Don't Me, there's... you, my my sister and mom. It's pretty. I'm exciting. in a frame. You're in a frame down there. You in can a... see it on the. Le- you're actually covered. You can't see it from your angle, I can't but see. Uh, it's very nice silver frame. Oh, so I'm not on the digital wall. No, the real. No, you're in the you're in the hard the the <laughs> the analog one. It's pretty great. Um, so that's Taking exciting. Oh, uh, so we're all gonna go to Phoenix, and uh, I'm gonna go to Phoenix for two days. And uh, do they know you're vegan? Yeah, tofurkey. No, I told them. Tofurky. I don't know. They just they'll just figure some shit. Out. Do you like somebody tofurky? else? Must be. I don't think I've ever had it. Okay. I don't think I like it though. It's not good. No. Bad um, vegan options for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just meat? one of those things. You what just you do? do stuffing and you carve it up. <laughs> carve it. Up. You carve it up. Um. I uh, per- what did I do personally? I had a hard time adjusting to the American schedule, way of life. Oh God, um, he's I'd- so different from us now. He's no, better no, than it was us. hard. <laughs> no one. I I slept through my alarm, which I hadn't done in. I, I mean, I, I I've done it once, like in a decade, probably. Um, How where long I did it stri- take you to get back? Well, it was I, one night I didn't sleep. I got like an eye infection. It's craziness. I had to drop sensitive eyes. I do have very sensitive eyes. Thank you. Okay. Um, I do drops. I did a commercial for Tuft and Needle uh, mattress. Um, yeah, all American uh, brand Tuft and Needle. Yeah, Tuft and Needle, and uh, that'll be. I th- if they use it, 
it'll it'll should start airing soon <laughs> I, i'm like digital and all kinds of stuff okay. and then we'll do some placement here yes um yeah thank you yes. yeah i'll break you off i'm gonna break you off coming i'll break you off <laughs> uh and uh tough to needle it was fun day it's funny i was the i was the star wait you were in the yeah dude oh i thought you directed no 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 no, no, no. didn't direct a thing didn't even would occasionally look at the monitor it was great i was like straight What'd you up do i basically did a year in review about it's all like it's basically like almost like a daily show oh they gave you a mattress no they gave basically the the premise is i go over like news items and say those people needed to lay down those people needed to sleep (laughs) those people instead of they should instead of introducing a chicken sandwich that got people killed blank um uh, joke, so it just kind of mimics your today your today kind of yeah daily shows. i but now I, it's very unclear if they've ever so whatever but it was very funny to do anytime i'm the actor right. i can't believe people get famous from acting it's, it's so unfair it's, weird. it's just so unfair because i wrote it i with a I, I wrote a bunch of it they wrote a script and then I did a rewrite with uh, my buddies Devin and Josh from The Daily Show. And uh, and so, like, I was involved in the writing. Yeah. And and then it's uh, the joke I always make at The Daily Show was like, so uh, you guys write it and I'll put it in the charm machine? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what right. the star of the show is. Just like, so I'll be cute. I'll say your angry thing, but with a smile. Um. And that's what being an actor is. It's weird. I don't think, I think being an actor is challenging, especially when you're on set and you're nervous or whatever. I can't believe the pay rate. Mm-hmm. The first national commercial I booked, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was a $2,000 check every other week until until it stopped. It was just like rain. Was that it, the Sprite commercial I no. put you in? I blessed you with? <laughs> Thank if you, you look so at much. the LeBron Sprite commercial where he says, I would never tell you to drink Sprite. You may have seen it on the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, your girl was on it. Thanks, Neil. I had to audition, though. Ugh. I'm just saying it wasn't like. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't a Trump. Like, it wasn't a White House. No, but it was still channel. like I still had to like say we're using her. <laughs> I know. I, totally... I brought you in for the audition and then said we're using her. I know. It was great. Yeah. That was such a nice... I think I said something afterwards. It was a good life lesson I learned from you. Which was? you. Something happened. I don't know. You had something free you were giving away and I love to ask you for things. It's like, oh, why don't you get me one? And you turned to me like, I got you a national commercial. Yeah. Yep. I cool. don't, like, I go this don't way. like when people ask for like, why do you, it just, I feel bad. Oh, I think I was definitely joking. Of course you were, but oh. I don't, I can't sense comedy. <laughs> you know, I can't sense comedy as when it comes to me. I've no, I could, oh nothing is more serious. So so. I'm doing a period piece <laughs> over here about a man, a modern, a, a man from the past living in the present. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, and then I was like, you know what? That, you gave me forty thousand dollars. Is that how much you made? Made thirty-five. It's insane. Why? I just drank Sprite for two days in the sun. Yeah, no, you deserve it. You I weren't in the second day. I was there first two, day. I was there two days. First day was just a blocking, though, right? I don't know. No, it was one day. 
Well, I was there for two is all I'm saying. The second day might have been voluntary. <laughs> um, no, that's great. And, and Jamar made money on that too. Yeah, Jamar made money. Who else? That's I it. knew his masseuse was weird. I was like, what's going on? LeBron made a lot of money. Um, and then when the check, when when I had to pay taxes on it, I started realizing, I was like, the fuck did I make this much money? I'm like, that yeah. was a, why did why did I make someone else's yearly salary? Yeah, because you knew somebody. Damn, it feels good. <laughs> That's how the rich get richer. If you're listening to this podcast <laughs> for the first time, this is a finance podcast about, um, yeah. So, uh, so that I did that. That was fun. And you were wait. Yep. Do you have lines? Oh yeah, duh, you just I said. like mono. I had a teleprompter. So I had like into the barrel. You know the thing with mattresses, like you're good at stuff like that. I've gotten good at it. I've gotten better at it, but I have to practice. I can't. Are you good at character stuff? Remember you filmed that movie where you played an old timey guy? Yeah, Uh, I'm not bad at it. I mean, if you do it, it's DiCaprio. One time said that acting isn't that hard. You just pretend for forty seconds at a time, right? (laughs) Which you know. It's not. Yeah. It's a slow. It's like football. You're going a few yards at a time. Yeah, you're never. You don't theater. You're doing like long ass. Theater is hard. Yeah. Uh, scary. Uh, movie acting is or or tape or whatever is. Uh, you don't have to be good for that extended period of time. <laughs> you you don't have to keep the body levitated. Right. You don't have to like really be in heavy duty pretend mode. You just go and then like cut. Okay, good. Back in the day, like in the golden era of TV and film, they filmed most of their movies in an average of like 20 to 25 days. Yeah. guy, A guy directed, this is not a joke, Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Now it would be a year and a half apart or something. Victor Fleming is the guy's name. Okay. Uh, now it'll be four years apart. <laughs> okay. Honestly, you couldn't do like... Christopher Nolan's movies take that long. Todd Phillips takes that long. Like everybody takes that long. Um, by the way, I saw Todd Phillips, the director of The Joker, at yeah. uh, at Crossroads. Were and you polite? You didn't give him. Your... I was very polite. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Ellen scold him in the. Go what? on. What's Ellen scolding? No, you know how everybody wanted. To... What is it? Winner's Circle. Oh yeah. No, I didn't scold him for the for for the Joker. negative messages. <laughs> um. What was you trying to send? <laughs> he's so successful, it's like a joke where I go, he's like, hey, man, I go, is this a good period for you? It's a good period of time. He's like, yeah, things are going pretty good. The highest, eras. He beat his own record for the highest grossing. He had the highest grossing rated R comedy, which is the, the uh, hangover. And then now it's the highest rated, highest grossing rated R True. movie maybe mm-hmm. ever. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah rated r yeah yeah for yeah. sure um all right so that was my week and uh and good time good time and got the schedule right you back i'm back on the America? streets i'm back in this country that i love so much God i did theo's podcast so maybe we'll get some we'll get some tr- converts come on theo people are commending me for being sweet to theo what because like you're because so... apparently burr was on him wasn't nice to him why because burr's not nice to anybody <laughs> he does like to yell that, yeah he yells at everybody so uh yell. so 
Theo's so cool. How can you? Theo, were I you know. On, it's hard. Were you on Theo's podcast or the kid in the sting? The I was on Theo's sting. podcast. King of the Sting. King I don't know if they have guests. Yeah, it's a little crowded. Yeah, it's a little much. No, uh, it's fun. Yeah. So, uh, got so, chiming. so, yeah. So that was nice. And I like Theo. I've always liked Theo. I'm happy to see him be successful because yeah. it's funny He's and so weird. Fucking funny. And I, and I've never seen a haircut change someone's life. <laughs> I know. You know, I actually, I shouldn't say that. You know who else's hair changed his life? Donald Glover. Donald Glover, once he grew the beard and the big messy fro, changed his entire character. You know who else? It was that girl, Felicity. She cut off her hair and no one watched. Right, but that was only... Yeah, okay. Well, you know, now we're talking into people who let their... Who did what they... I'm saying did what they wanted for their hair. Okay. And it fucking worked. Yeah, no, like, that was Theo awesome. was just express... You, Theo's hair... Just go, I think I know who this guy is. <laughs> and Donald, same thing. Like, I'm like, once he did his hair like that, I was like, yeah, you're a fucking right. cool, you're a cool artist, man. The other one was a little black nerd. Yeah, he was going for black nerd, and then he was like, nah. Nah, nah, I'm bigger I'm than I'm different this. now. I'm not <laughs> a black. I didn't go to NYU. <laughs> I went to the I University struggled. of the Islands. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, so that was fun for th- with Theo, and all right. So in the news, how you feel, Neil? Thinkers since yes, tell me, I'm listening. Um, Tesla has a truck, <laughs> and it's not good looking. He's so bad. And Ding Dong did the did the rollout, and they threw. They try to throw. Uh, it's not. I don't know. It's not good looking. It looks good in that photo because it's a nice it's photo. Backlit and it's and they wet wetted they wet down the ground. Oh yeah. That, By the way, that's a big. That's if, a thing. That's a thing. Just for if you're watching, if you're ever watching a car, car commercials. Really, a lot of commercials. Most commercials where they're on the street, they wet it down. They wet the street down. It it, TV shows too, yeah, because it just looks better. Yeah, you can't see all the smudgies and the see like that's where that's not wetted down, and it looks kind of like mm. yeah. But if you wet it down, it's like it becomes a uh, glossy. Is that the bad? Is the sound dumb? Is that that's also electric? <laughs> yeah, the gas no, model? they went gas. <laughs> uh, that looks kind of cool. That the cab looks cool. You can Ugh. you know you up it, looks not good. You know what's funny is I'm picturing like what, why does instead the of have ten to be from the future to what ten uh, gardeners I'm gonna see like ten robots in the back. <laughs> I <laughs> am Julio. I Bot. am. My name is Lawnbot. <laughs> I will <laughs> do. Uh, we're going to we we just got dropped. What's happened? No. Tough the needle just dropped us. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So, but dork fucking dork face. Why? through they it's like dude you he always it's just a bridge he's too like far. the little kid who lies right but the he doesn't have to lie it's like right. dummy you made a fucking stainless steel truck That's you don't need electric. to say that the window first of all who needs bulletproof windows <laughs> who needed that right who need like ballistic 
because I I drive a Tesla now and people throw soup cans at it constantly. So I'm real. They don't. Oh, so I'm really glad that that on the next Tesla, you can't break the window with fucking soup cans or whatever you threw at it. Well, also bulletproof doesn't mean it's not going to crack. It just it's not going to show signs of where when a bullet shoots it it just means they're not going to go through but all yeah i think that maybe the body's bulletproof but the windows he, that's what he's how many people are breaking how many people are getting their windows broken i would think well i live in k-town and i have a citizens app you know the citizen app yeah that's no good it's so bad it's like, so you're just you'll make yourself insane on like the other corner it's like man with gun wielding knife naked yeah. like i'm gonna that's stay like inside. the joker the joker would have the citizen app the joker the, would be it's some vigilante shit it the citizen app makes citizen you, app, you don't go. know what it is citizen oh, app is a it's an app where you can see the local uh crime blotter but like live it's people complain i think people type into it or no, it's so it's 911. connected to 911 and yeah. then you can corroborate oh i walk by here start up that guy citizen. is stabbing people including me <laughs> watch um and according to the citizen app in my neighborhood yeah it'll make plenty, you insane because you see car like you see that there's crime you all over must have some citizen apps going on here meaning like of alerts because of the crime because of the homeless uh yeah but i i don't go on it you don't do the citizen no because i don't you are behind a nice white wall i know you'd have to jump six <laughs> feet you'd have to climb up you'd have to pull your arms up no there's Pretty no easy. way to get um although i heard a stat about crime about burglaries that 90 percent, and maybe this was just for for the sales but 90 percent of burglaries uh are circumstantial like they're just like ah fuck it like they'll someone will see an open door mm. uh, it might have been 80 percent, but that's, i'm not positive that's more disturbing by the way i'm going to manila that's my next trip where what i mean uh, uh, when? manila oh, okay uh, in manila what? uh around christmas uh, that's very soon yeah my family, we have a house to go. My family has a house in uh, near Manila. It's called Pongosanan. Really? Yeah. Have you been? No, I've never been. You've never been to Philippines? No, my stepmom's Filipino. How have you not been? I don't know. I thought about that yesterday. I'm like, I got to go to the Philippines. We own a house. There's like butlers and shit. Damn. I know. Uh, it's not that impressive. It's, it's very yeah. Butler easy. over there, it costs like eighty bucks a month. <laughs> um, and the guy has phone. to do it. They do everything you say. They do laundry. You can whip them. Um, it's not much, but it's they're happy for the work. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm going, and I looked up the crime there, and I gotta say, I don't really worry about crime and other. I think as a because I'm an American with a bad attitude. I think I think my attitude reads across across races and 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 ethnicities. Stay away from that country. Just like that guy's that guy wants to. That guy's looking trouble, dude. Across the street. Yeah, and nah, they just like nah. He's not. He's not the one. He's not the one to fuck with. Maybe though. I I do leave my watch here. Yeah, don't bring your watch. Yeah, Uh, Manila. You will get your shit snatched real quick. Yeah. Everybody I know through my stepmom. Everyone's been, but it's not, it's like petty rob. It's just uh, finagling through a purse, through a pickpocket. Do they want money? Yeah. Do they want passports? 
No, they don't want that shit. Oh, all right. That's fine. Yeah, you're like, I'll just get more from... Yeah, it's fine. I got... <laughs> my mattress. I got more, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, so I, you're just going to Manila? Manila, Manila? and Bangkok. I'm going to do a show in Bangkok. God damn, Bangkok. I'm jealous. Yeah. Jealous. I um, love Bangkok. Yeah. I mean, again, I sound like I'm a sex trafficker. No, I don't hear I go. it anymore. <laughs> I just Kate don't know where mad. else to go. <laughs> oh, I Mexico you City, do. I guess I could go to. That'll be... Maybe I'll go there next year. It's uh, nice. Mexico City is nice. It's way more dangerous than... Manila? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Then again, different kind of danger because in the Philippines, there's a lot of Muslim Filipinos and they do a lot of terrorist attacks. In the South, apparently. I read the up. Yeah, in, in, in Mindanao. Yeah. That island. But, you know, there's cases of them storming hotels and taking everyone hostage. I'll just I'll just tell them I'll show my comedians the world where I defended Muslims, guys. Hold on, guys. Uh, first of all, assalamualaikum. I'll tell them I did the assalamualaikum joke in China, yeah. and uh, I defended their honor, so I couldn't not. And they'll be like, "He is good brother." Um, and then here come the robot, the the lawn and lawn garden bot. bots. Um, yeah, a uh, 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 dummy. Elon Musk, he doesn't. Oh, what were you saying about he's, a kid? That he's lied? a nerd. He's just a nerd. Just a deep sure. in his bones nerd slash uh, some kind of, you know, Asperger's. He's on the spectrum and he's a nerd. And he, it's like when he went on Rogan's podcast and like smoke weed. Like he ne- he's still trying to be cool. And it's like, dude, you're not cool. And you're not going to be. You're never going to be cool. So just stop it. Stop like, you know, you can throw a thing. And it just, he's like a little kid who's like, uh, uh, he's like a fat eighth grader <laughs> who lost weight. And I think he's got plugs. Uh, but he still <laughs> thinks like an eighth grader. He still thinks like a fat eighth grader who wears camouflage pants. Well. And does fireworks. And like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, my dad just tells stories about his dad. <laughs> just lies. My dad has an electric SUV, and the the windows are shatterproof. Well, you work in comedy. The amount of former nerds. Yeah. In comedy, you can be a little cool because it's right. a bubble, which is different when I worked at the Union, which is a black comedy club. All the comics were popular in high school. They were the funny guys. Yeah. Whereas the white ones. I, this, I want to. The average is wanna, a little higher. What I would suggest okay. that the white comedians are like, were like me, which was they were popular with many groups hmm. or in many groups. Meaning I was friends with the jocks and I was friends with the smart kids who were the stoners. Right. And the, the, the girl i like the girls all the cute girls like me like i was uh well traversed do you think that's the average though i don't i'm think... trying to think of like the successful i'm trying to think me... successful ones, like i'm right. sure burr was pretty popular yeah you're right this the headliners i feel like uh right now yeah like i bet tosh could have been if he wanted to be i bet jim jeffries was pretty popular uh yeah rogan delia rogan delia yeah like they were pretty popular yeah theo theo was you know he was Theo's on road preoccupied yeah, yeah exactly 
Theo's just upset and preoccupied. <laughs> um, I said he's like a guy who's just walking around carrying a bunch of stuff that he doesn't know where to put down. Like he's just like, oh man, I don't know where to put this shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I but there's like I know what you mean. There is a nerd who can do pretty well, right? But you know what they become, Bianca? Writers. Yes. Hey. And then a charm machine, a popular <laughs> charm machine like myself. Uh, by the way, somebody uh, emailed and asked me if they could send in some eye cleaner, some eyeglass cleaner, and yes. so that's coming. <laughs> I got boob boob sweat, anti-boob oh, yeah. sweat tape. Thank you. You got eye cleaner. Did you send that lady an address? Yeah. Did you really? Oh, that's so I'm getting fun. these boob sweat. Like, it's not hot anymore, <laughs> and I don't sweat. It very is one of them titties. <laughs> no, I really don't sweat, but you know, that's I can't. I completely forgot about it. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we're really, this podcast is paying off. What a bounty for you. <laughs> what a bounty. Um, what a yeah, bounty. so Elon Musk is a, just a dork store. Fucking Lord Just Dorcas. be a fucking dork. He came to the comedy store one night. and He did. With, couldn't, uh, with a gal. bunch of. Bunch the gal. Of, he had a bunch of. He was like at a corner table. Oh, he's then he's coming multiple yeah. times. Because he was with the one. The one, the lady, the Johnny Depp lady. Yeah. Um. I think that might have been the same night, but that night they didn't, he's got such, he's got such a crate. He wasn't, he didn't even look at the stage. Oh yeah. He was looking at her the whole time. Yeah. And just they like, were chatting. Uh, 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 like he's just, he doesn't have the attention span for it. No, it's. They or got... the, the temperament I'll say. And I don't know. I just think when you meet someone, when someone who's been a nerd their whole life, and all of a sudden finds himself in the cool crowd. Yeah. Uh, they bomb in the VIP. Yeah. Think he's he just... bombing the VIP full time. <laughs> full time. He's full time bombing the VIP. Full like, time. You know, I have rockets. And it's like, <laughs> dude, go work on the rockets. Like you're never, no one wants you around because you're cool. They want you around because they think you might give them a fucking car. Right. The thing that you invented. It's of no use to us here at the party. Right, right. It's not helpful. Like it's not helpful. You're not attractive. You're not. You're not especially. In, it's just. Mean. You're just a. You're fucking, not attractive. He's not attractive. He's not an attractive person. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um. Radiate. You know the 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 definition of uh charm is when the person enters the room, you want to say yes before you know what the question is. Mm. Him, you're like, can I help? No. You? <laughs> No, like, we don't want do to need, do that. Do you need? I have. I look. I'm kind of. I can fall in the same boat. So you're charming. I know. I'm. I'm. Back Especially door. after you read that book on being backdoor charming. charming. The charisma myth, charisma code. You mean? <laughs> remember? remember, you have to remember first names, Bianca. I, Call people by their first name, Bianca. I always do. I know you do. Um, all right. What do you have on? Uh, oh, so male birth control. I just brought it up because it's been talked about a few times by like feeler emails. So there's, and I looked it up, it's legitimate. There is a birth control that should be available by April of next year. And it's an injection and it goes into the vast difference into the balls. The balls. And you will be sterile for about 13 years until it starts wearing off. 13 years. 13 years. So you got to plan that. So, I mean, 
16th birthday for boys. That's what I was thinking. Because what that would be what? 20. That would be 29. That's when guys are just starting. I mean, really, double up. <laughs> let's go. Let's get rid of 26 years of male fertility. Let's start. So you'll you'll be fertile when you're 42. When just around the time it's guys can make a clear decision about it and can be a decent mate. Right. It's around 42. Uh, but don't you take. think don't you think the rate of autism's going to go up? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, that and STDs cuz they're just going to be out here fucking. It is going to be we're just all going to be They nasty. might fuck they straight people might fuck around and get their their own new <laughs> their own thing. The way the way HIV was uh sort of nurtured in the gay community, like sort of in bathhouses, that's how it exploded cuz they were so buck wild that it just exploded in bathhouses. Is it true that it happened from homosexual sex mostly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the, the first. Yeah. That catalyst? was the first, yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, apparently. I mean, there's some discrepancy as to whether a guy ate a monkey that had it or uh, f- fucked a monkey. Did it really come from monkeys? I thought See, that was a rumor. This was, I, meant, I was thinking about this yesterday because I was thinking about I was thinking about my Twain speech. Uh-huh. The best illustration of who Dave Chappelle is as a person oh, yeah. is the fact that in his joke about he defended monkeys. Right. Like, don't put that on them. Right. Don't put that on monkeys. <laughs> don't put AIDS on monkeys. No monkey. one fucks monkeys and people. <laughs> like, he's he's on the That's side the of best. the monkeys there. Yeah. So it's, Which is the good. only, it's like, oh, I saw that angle come. No, didn't see that angle coming. <laughs> Uh, well, someone should defend the monkeys. Right. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, that, it could be so wild that, that straight people get thrown HIV. But think about it. What if... The funny thing is, I think... Although I... What? Yeah, go ahead. But no, you finish. I'm I was going to say, the straight women are not going to be any any less cautious. Are they? I feel like women are the ones doing all the cautious. Yeah. They're they're the ones doing the condom like, now. So guys don't voluntarily. Most men don't voluntarily put a condom on. I know. Or are you on birth control? Yeah. No. Get out of here. Yeah. So I think the issue I think is that what if a girl argues in her young like early twenties? Let's say you got it at sixteen. What if she wants to have a baby in her? You know, I think women are going to be put with a. I don't know, a crossroads. It's like a young pregnancy isn't cool. It's not like someone is dying to have a baby when they're young, but the fact that it's completely off the table, I think is. I still think it will have a stigma amongst uh, non-wealthy people. Meaning the same way there's a bit of a thing with like, uh, it's kind of gay. There's something kind of gay about uh, for guys to like, nah, my manhood is everything to me. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to do anything. You know, they'd be shooting us full of, oh, you fucked around and got that vaccine? Idiot. Right. You know, they're trying to sterilize us. There there will be, it's 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 a recipe for a conspiracy theory. It's oh, rife. Yeah. It's fucking sitting. It's teed up perfectly for like, you know what they're trying to do. 
Uh, so I think it won't. People aren't getting flu vaccines. People won't get a flu shot. So they're not going to get a shot that will prevent them from having I a kid a, for 13 years. I haven't gotten a flu shot. In- Ever or this year? Oh, since I was 15. I mean, I don't think you have to. No, but then I I talked to my doctor and I understood how the flu vaccine works and why I should get it. And I feel bad now. What is, how does it work? Basically, it's not for people like me and you who are healthy. It's that we can incubate uh, the flu and give it to unhealthy people, to kids and old people. So we're just, we oh, transport it. Even if it doesn't, even if we have really healthy immune systems and I never get sick, that's why I don't take the flu shot. I get sick once every three years. So. And then it's cancer. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I'm giving it without any symptoms, essentially. Yeah. So, uh, I got it this year. Some I don't think I got it last year. The problem is they just make an, a decision on which flu is going to fuck yeah. us up. Last year, the, it was the they kind of guessed wrong. Yeah, it they was guessed like, wrong, and then everyone. It was forty two percent effective, which isn't great. <laughs> that good? But also at the same, I don't give a shit. I I just like yeah, shoot me. I don't care. Shoot me. <laughs> just I, I just don't my care. Balls, I just my like what? Do you, yeah. Just would you get? Would you get a thing? Uh, I'd have to do more research. But I'm not super credible, but it is coming from this might scare some people, but it's a research. It's a research facility. I think it's at a university in India and they've done all the trials and now they're to their last human trials. I feel like Indian people are pretty fertile. So if you can get them, (laughs) get them. white people are no match. You'll wipe white people out. White people, I just need to sniff it. Right. <laughs> uh, and I'm sterile. Uh, yeah, I feel like Indian people are stereotypically pretty fertile. Uh, so you might, would you, if you, if it was all copacetic and all on the up and up and apparently has zero side effects. Yeah, I wonder how it works. I wonder what the yeah, mechanism is. I do too. But I think it just makes your semen sterile. So you still get a release. No puff. <laughs> smoke i like that you're that's your biggest concern is the release well after we talked about squirting i realized you made it very clear that people need a visual discharge they need proof (laughs) that they that fucked somebody fucks uh yeah they like it it's nice that it's a receipt right a receipt there we go um so uh proof of purchase um yeah i yeah I don't, I, I, yeah, almost ready for penises. That's a funny headline. First male birth control injection, almost ready for penises. <laughs> Just a minute. One second. Just your penises. Hold on. I'll be right Um, now. I'm going to think about it. Think about it. Guys, let me know what I should do. Would you ever donate sperm to a sperm bank? No. Why? It's not your kid. Because I don't want more people. Even if even if I agree with their, first of all, that assumes that I think that I'm a hundred percent great. There's about there's forty percent of me that I think if I could like donate parts of my sperm, like all right, let's get that documentaries. Out. There, by the way, there's a very good uh, doc on Netflix about 
gene editing called unnatural selection it's like three or four parts okay but it's about that crispr thing where you can gene you can edit genes and guys are doing it in their garage and they're doing it that one guy's doing it with dogs one's doing it and it's like it's uh pretty fucking crazy oh my god because they it's technically legal but it's in that gray area of medicine that i live in Mm. uh where i'll fly around and do like is that legal yeah let's try it let's not try it um so uh it's worth watching though i there's another one i was watching oh the uh the evil next door oh yeah that the nazi war criminal i watched it i'm not done but it's fucking it is a wild fucking it is riveting what episode are you on three fuck how many are there six are there really Mm. it is you cannot believe. You cannot believe. You cannot believe the wild ride that happens. Okay. It's it's getting a little wild now where like there's a lot of contradictions and there's a lot of And I was one way and then I'm like, wait no, wait yeah. no, wait no, wait no, wait no, wait no. And then you can't believe. You can't believe. So you can't you can't believe. You can't believe. You know Sheftel, the guy in it? Mm, who's that? The it's brother? like his the, the Jewish stepson? lawyer. Oh, that guy's great. He's crazy. That guy's a mon- that guy's a He's real a It goes to show you if somebody is there's a that that guy's got a lot of backdoor charisma. Mm. He's got crazy <laughs> charisma. He's crazy. He's got like he's so himself that it's respectable. He can't not be himself. He's like, "Yeah, I'm Jewish." And I'm gonna yes, and they say I'm anti-Semite, and that is like that but is he, fine. He also apparently wait your voice. <laughs> that is fine. That is fine, but I would do it again. He, some of the people are like, you know, it just he drove around with a Porsche. No yeah. one had a German, German car. car then, that was yeah. weird, and yeah. he still was like, go fuck it. I like that car. <laughs> uh you know what else did you watch the bikram one on netflix the, oh There's yeah the bikram bikram? Net- yes yeah. i did yes i was let's gonna talk bring about it, it up. let's we, talk let's, let's about bikram we have a bikram uh swipe yeah let's talk about bikram um explain to the people okay so this guy bikram was a hot yoga he quote, quote unquote invented right Brought to the States from India where he said he was a yoga champion, which when they said yoga champion, I was like, the fuck is a yoga champion? Like, that doesn't sound like anything. Uh, To the point where he was such a yoga champion that they they made him stop entering the competition. Like, what competition? Like They made him retire. Yeah, they made him retire at age 15. Uh, And that he... He'd been injured and, and a yogi brought him back to life and all that stuff. So... So um, he comes to America, quote unquote, invents hot yoga, which was just yoga in a hundred degree weather. Um, and yoga, the, here's the thing I didn't realize about yoga, because I just, it's basically just 26 moves. This particular yoga from his yogi is this the sequ- sequence. the ghost the go host go host uh yoga the sequence he developed 
them in a certain sequence. He said the 26 moves in the sequence I develop is my yoga. Right, but that's it's not... It's like, no, it's not your that's yoga. That's not. And he's like, they're like musical notes and then I own that sequence? That sequence. You're fucking out of your mind. But all of everything he knew he got from the guy in India that he went to the yoga yeah, school with. Yeah, but he, I, he didn't claim any of this. He covered all this up and then he was accused of uh, sexually sexual assault on women and on women at on, the yoga on studios peoples on people that uh, uh that were that came to work for him and it's one of those funny things again where when we're like it's sad because he was really great i it, the classes it, were really great and i gotta say it made me want to do yoga i immediately looked for a bikram studio yeah what the fuck but what? i don't because because there's nothing wrong with it. there's not the hot yoga is I've have you done it? Yeah. It's I found I this is an obvious thing to say. It's too hot. And <laughs> really? I like hot. It was too hot. The problem the reason what sparked my interest is because I wanted to go to one that's a Bikram yoga. How come? After watching the Yeah, you just wanted to be a part of part of something. No, great. I want to know what is so so one great that he taught sequence. the girl, there was one in Pasadena. There's a bunch. Only- There's more than just Pasadena. No, but the lady who worked with him is in Pasadena. The one in the yes. documentary. Hot Pasadena yoga or something. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. <laughs> Hot in Pasadena yoga. <laughs> it's the new uh, Real Housewives. What was interesting, I think the way they got him was that the whole structure was you could not open a Bikram studio without taking his $10,000 teacher classes. Yes. And in the... Teacher classes. By the way, there would. you can't teach. You have to spend a bunch of money to get certified as a yoga instructor, yeah. like a thousand hours or something. It's like Jesus, it's a lot. It's a huge investment. Yeah. So I think the power struggle of. But you make that money. Oh, so quick! I'm kidding. <laughs> you're fucking. You're rolling in the shit. The weird thing was the ladies admitted someone were saying they felt brainwashed, so they kept coming back. Yeah, that's the problem with sexual assault uh, convictions is they get you sexual assault is it a lot of times it ends up having like a Stockholm syndrome effect. Mm. So all the witnesses become not credible to men, especially where like, like, wait, if you you got robbed, why did you go back there? And it's like, cause I, cause my brain was fucked. Cause sex is so crazy making that I thought maybe I did something and I ca- I brought it upon myself. And, and that's their livelihood now. And they need his approval to, they had to, they do, had it to do it in order to get, they wanted to get ahead. And so he ends up going on the run and he has so much fucking money. How, how much fucking money did this guy have? He was it's so to, Well, yeah, the, some of the numbers were like, he made three million dollars in a week or something on those classes. So, I did the math. It was five hundred times. It was five million. Yeah. In one teacher training class. Yeah. And he's been doing this since the eighties. Yeah. So he had a lot of money. Yeah. And now he went on the run, and now he teaches Bikram yoga all around the world, except for in places that don't extradite. Well, no, there, there's no criminal charges. So he's a fugitive yes. in America, but they didn't press any criminal charges. Um. And all of most of it was in L.A. A lot of the charges took place in L.A. So our attorney general 
Just don't. Tr- uh, it's the the tweet I made uh, like a year ago. Hmm. Mm. In every single cult, at some point, the leader says, "I spoke to God, and He said I have to fuck all your wives." <laughs> it's another one of it, guys. Don't do anything for for reasons besides sex. Yeah, even gurus anyone that's like likes attention sexual attention is the best attention that's the that's the pinnacle okay it's better than would you want forty thousand people screaming your name or one person fucking you one person fucking you because the the thing of of uh of of for guys especially it's like okay well will that will one of them fuck me after right after the 40th hour two um and sexual rejection, I had the thought yesterday, is such a deep rejection because it's like, look, your genes may succeed on this earth, but I'm not helping. <laughs> not through me. I don't I don't think your genes should survive. That's what you're saying to somebody. Ouch. I don't true. want your genes being potentially passed on. It's good, but it was nice meeting you. That's how significant a sexual rejection is. Would she you wants a be... sexual rejection. Remember that song? Sexual Snoop rejection. Snoop had some fucking... Uh, would you prefer s- comedic success or without female success or female success without comedic success? Which one's more important? I mean... I will say comedy success will... Pretty good. Right, yeah, it's good. It's like a proof of concept mm. for your personality. It's like I thought I was right. <laughs> I thought I had something to say, and you know that it will lead to sex. Mm. Uh, whereas with a uh, with com with just sexual success, guys, I I'm not like a you know I fuck four times a day. I'm not one of those people. So it's you know, I believe Larry David said fame is wasted on the married man <laughs> like it's just a waste like fame for it's just inconvenient if you can't parlay 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 right what so you want my picture from them what i always think it's interesting if you're married with kids and you're trying to be sexy yeah or you know i've taken a lot of acting classes and someone's like married kids has to maintain a job to help the family out and is also trying to be a successful actor it's like mm, i get it what part think. of it well at one point i feel like those two worlds aren't gonna work how come because there are married they're successful totally i just people. mean when you're not successful yet and you're married <clears throat> with kids and you're pursuing this thing. oh it's a horrible way to make a living you can't support a family no, you can't support You can barely me. support yourself. But even if you... Unless you know me and I put you in a natural <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Um, even if you become... If you get some sort of success, it just feels like such a single man's game. Yeah, it is a single... I mean... By definition... where you're trying to get... All those R&B singers are cheating. I mean, almost John's probably John Lennon's probably the only one who isn't. Um, I mean, again, I'm casting a pretty wide net, but like, but you know, 
That's yeah. I think there was an interview with J. Cole and the interviewer is like, well, you're married. So, you know, how is that? How, how is that with and he was like, And then he was like, shit. oh, wow. He's like, oh, was I not? I didn't know anybody knew. I thought everyone knew. He's like, they do now. Yeah. That's a weird response if you got married to someone you love. You were like, yeah, let's get married. Let's have yes. kids. And then like, shut the fuck up. Because it's not great for business. No, it's not. That's it's, why. It's good for, it's like Sebastian is in People Magazine a lot. Yeah. Like, honestly, like okay. he, he is a publicist and because you go, who would cover Sebastian? So he, he gets that family coverage where it's like him and the little ones out for trick or treating right. or like a yeah. fundraiser. Most, most of showbiz is I'm young and fuckable. Like that's the that's the name of the game. Otherwise, it's like, or past that, it's hey, remember when we were young and fuckable, right? And we sang these songs. Remember that? <laughs> remember when we were all fucking and we were our joints were fluid, <laughs> and we had collagen in our skin, and and but most of it's like under thirty, and and like it, uh, either fertility or virility. You can, I feel like girlfriend, boyfriend's fine. Once you get married, have kids, you don't, you're less You're sexy. less interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're less interesting. And nobody ever says that, but you are markedly less. Again, if you're Sebastian and your act is clean. Right. And you're, it's all about observations and not, you know, then great. But if you're, although Rock would suggest that you can get away with more as a married man if you if people know you're married and have kids you can say more shit about women and because you know ultimately right i'm walking the walk like, i feel like burr can get away with a lot because he's yeah. like a black wife at home yeah it's like so what are you gonna say yeah it's not uh, like he's ignorant to yeah. different cultures yeah he has a black child his um, daughter's black. She's yeah. so gosh dang cute. I've never seen her. She's so cute. Yeah, she's so cute. I believe it. Good jeans over there. When he, where'd you see her? Oh, he came, when he came by the store last, I saw a photo. Mm. You showed me a photo. Um, so yeah, you got to keep it sexy, <laughs> and you got to keep it fertile. And but yeah, I, I think uh, I'm up too much about it. Sexy. <laughs> I'm of two minds about it. Because you can seem... Like, Will Smith doesn't seem that married. I know he's married and, like... They seem connected. Wife. They don't yes. seem married. They seem yeah. very connected. Yeah. Like, they don't seem especially... Yeah. So, I don't know what made us talk about this, but... Oh, but... Bikram. Oh, Bikram. Yeah, yeah. That men... Yeah. So, when you're doing sexy promo, it's a bit, like... Because once John married Chrissy, every song's about Chrissy. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, I want Who's he singing to? Yeah. It's, yeah. I hope it's Chrissy. Right. Like, it has to be Chrissy. And if he does video, I've noticed, man, I can't think of any examples, but once they get married, the girl has to be in the video. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Can't be some no, random girl. No, can't be some, some girl. It, it can like, be, but then me? someone has to play him. Another guy plays. Yeah, and then you're into, then you got to pay people. <laughs> then you're throwing away five grand when you just have you and your wife do it. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's 
It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> um, Just... Yeah. So uh, Bikram, highly recommend that documentary. It's good. It's, it's great. It's like a great, it's like the, Netflix is almost working on a genre. Netflix is really killing the cult documentary genre. Kill it. Murdering it. Murdering it. Uh, that's their kind of their voice. You know who's not, and I love them, but Amazon Prime. You can find the most wackadoo. You can find homemade documentaries. On I Netflix. watched them. There are there's higher production value on on uh, loose change nine eleven <laughs> YouTube videos than there are on. You know it's bad when there's a you again. You know it's a bad documentary when there's like a bloop when there's sound effects when there's shitty animation. When there's a wacky host. Look at the cover. If the cover art. Yeah, the cover's whack. Look up UFO documentaries on Amazon Prime. It's, I'm yeah. so, I you're love into, it. You're into poorly lit interviews. It's so You're good. into uh, stock footage. It's just a lot of the same stock footage over and over again. Mm. They got um, four clips. Yeah, they, they're, not, they're not hitting it. Like they have, they haven't even really acquired any documentaries. No, they it's just they acquire garbage ones. They're not but they're not going to festivals and No. And by the way, all frontline PBS frontlines are on are on YouTube now. And oh. a lot of them are on um on uh Netflix as well. But they're all on YouTube. There's one I'm watching one about AI now that's terrifying. Nope. I'm Ter- scared of robots. Terrifying. Uh it's mostly about surveillance mm. and ro- robot replacing job people. There's just going to be, they're going to sabotage the trucks. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. That's period. And then they're going to, and they're going to keep doing it. And they're not going to be able to have automated. And on, on, trucks are, truck drivers are not going to let trucks be automated first. They're going to, because it's, that's like in the next four to five years, absolute replacing truck drivers. And because they can only work out. 11 hours a day, which I didn't realize. So, yeah, they have to sleep. Yeah. So, truck drivers are going to sab. That's what a Luddite is. I've explained, I explained this on Rogan's podcast. The term Luddite, like I'm a Luddite. I don't understand technology. That's how people think what it means. Luddites, the original Luddites were people when the Industrial Revolution started, they broke into factories and threw sand and fucked up the machines. Oh, wow because they were replacing yeah, people of course and that's going to happen a lot in the beginning of robotic automation but now we value handmade things from before the industrial revolution and we value craftsmen but we don't i mean we value it a little we value it at weddings we don't value it day to day no of course it's not it's not part of anyone's bottom line i mean it's not it's just people are not well, going to go backwards. They, they these company once they go public, they have to cut costs every quarter, and employees are the number one cost in a lot of these situations. Yeah, and, and employees cost the company the most. Yes, and I got to fucking fee. I got to get you insurance and all this shit and for your life. Your yeah, I got to worry about your kids' teeth. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um. Fuck, I forgot what it's really good and there's one about the fire in uh in in paradise mm. or as trump called it pleasure no that was the name of the <laughs> pleasure vibes pleasure getting pleasure his... he said that was the name of the um 
the town. It wasn't. Uh, let's talk about you brought this up, but this is something I wanted to talk about anyway. The thing about um, I think Rogan posted an article about how you can't succeed without failure, which just sounds like some Duh. some pablum from right. Instagram. Uh, but but it was interesting because what they did was they quantified and put um, mathematic analysis on the data and came up. So it's a lot more, it's a lot less about, fa- it's a lot less about success and it's measuring, um, it's basically measuring failure. So basically everybody who's successful, people who succeed and people who fail, they, I think they used a lot of data was from uh, startups, venture capital, like who got grants Mm-hmm. When they got grants, at what point? Who were successful after the grant? Who failed after the grant? Okay, from the, like the National Institute of Health. They also use they're like our less conventional uh, group of data was from basically successful and non-successful terrorists. That's funny. <laughs> really, uh, I think that the article doesn't go into that part, but it's saying that people who succeed and people who failed and people who succeeded basically worked the exact same amount and uh, failed the exact same amount, basically looked exactly like each other until the point of success and failure. And it was saying that uh, it's about how you fail. So the people who were successful failed and then made a adjustment adjustment yeah. for the positive and then kept learning from each failure. And the people um, who, f- the other people who failed failed and then yelled about it yeah and just did it again or made drastic changes fucking they're out to get me (laughs) and in fact a lot of the times the people who failed worked harder and more than the people who succeeded so yeah well that's like you can learn more from a from a from a failure than a success success it's like oh shit you assume you just make bad assumptions and you think it was you when a lot of times it's luck and right um the, i was thinking about this because the uh in the ai documentary on frontline on on a, on youtube uh they you know how they have that like metric in china now where they you can get like a high social score oh like the black mirror episode? yeah they have that they're testing it in a few regions in china right Okay. But so they have a, they have one for getting a loan, right? And they, f- and you fill out the application on your phone. And most banks, they say, go by like 10 metrics to see if you're a safe investment. You know, credit history being the biggest one, just a bunch of things. And probably level of education, a driving record, whatever. In China, they go by 5,000 metrics, one of which is, how confidently do you type on your phone? And they said the people that are not good typers are are uh, are delinquent debtors. China is crazy. But they found sometimes. the correlation through deep through uh, deep learning or, or AI. Yeah, um, which I which completely makes sense. <laughs> Wait, it's like the person the way every, you text or how often you text. How the confidence your keystroke your stroke game. Oh, I'm stroking, baby. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And like you would probably be a good person. I have to... swift key. I go... Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No one's doubting what you oh, do. Okay. Um, you know? When you do text, it is pretty great. It doesn't... You don't do it often, <laughs> but when you do, it's amazing. 
so I was think I've been thinking about this a lot, and I feel like maybe I've spoken about it on here, but the you gotta be willing to be a fucking loser for ten years to be to succeed at anything. Like a fucking loser. Lahu. her. <laughs> you have to you have to be. You just have to be willing. When people go, I want to do stand up. Nobody's gonna care for ten years. A uh, ten solid Minimum. years. Minimum. Like honestly. <laughs> uh three mics came out exactly ten years after I started doing stand up. Like that's a, a two on the nose, but right. But like, but it's still, yeah. Like a, we did Chappelle show. And we were. I started working. People I, cared like, about you. Me before. and Dave, but right, right, right. But like, not as a comedian. Right. Um. Sure. I moved to New York when I was eighteen. Dave moved to New York when he was eighteen. Chappelle show starts from we're twenty eight, twenty nine. Like, like obviously, and people cared a lot about Dave before that. But real success, real not flash in the pan not right maybe not like eh, not bad i'm talking about people and it, it, you just have to be willing to be a loser like just fucking be a loser well do one, not succeed at it one thing the article said which i thought was really interesting is the the sooner you fail the better the, the more successful you'll be so if you don't fail until later in life or later in what you're doing, uh, chances are you won't be able to recover. Like you yeah. got to start failing quick. You won't know what hit you. It's right. like we're models or or athletes or whatever. It's like you were the. I was watching Inside the NBA where they're talking about um, Carmelo Anthony. It's like the dude's been in a success bubble for for seventeen years, and then finally they were like, "Your ego is so impossible." We don't even want you on our team. Even you, though you're like, better than other people. Even though you're better, I, it's not worth it. And then you go like, oh, wait, okay, this shit is different to the point where it's unavoidable. It, same with child actors. They win at such a young age yes. that they, they have gotta do no cocaine. idea what to do when they're not yes. cute. Yeah. Or, or a hot people. Any, hot. Anyone that's like six, anyone that's successful out of the gate it's Mm -hmm. like you will you it will normalize the world statistically will normalize like no not it's like that joke i did about doing half-baked and people were like you know movies don't happen this quickly me and dave were like maybe not for you they don't and then like haven't done a movie (laughs) like fucking can't get you so like i mean everyone fucking loves that movie now no no no, i know no no no. i'm not i'm yeah i'm not even talking about that movie in, in particular but you have whatever you're gonna be are you willing to it's the journey more than the destination type thing which is like i really like comedy Mm. i really like it i i don't try to even when i wasn't doing stand-up i love going to comedy clubs i'd hang out at comedy clubs and i still Hopefully I my bet I am a gym rat for comedy clubs. Yeah. I just like the I like the action. Like I just like the thing and this guy uh, this lady's gonna go on and I like the 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 marketplace of ideas. So succeeding or not succeeding, 
it was always kind of succeeding mm. because I got even when it was like you got to go to La Brea, you got to go to Brea and Brea, MC very different than La Brea. fucking, or you got to go to Irvine and MC a show at the Improv, and it was like it sucked, but right. it was still in the realm of what. Yeah, you it was do. still like I was still happy to be in comedy, and that that attitude can like can hobble you in a way it can make you accept stuff that's right uh substandard like i i think there's times where the guys who it's like something an unambitious person would say it's like right. i'm just happy to be here happy to be here just I'm happy just to be here and my head like, down but aren't you work. competitive right um i'm competitive and i'm happy to be there yeah uh so and i've the amount of failing i've done is staggering <laughs> staggering it's staggering but you need it because if you were good off the jump oh creative Chappelle yeah. show yeah, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. i you wouldn't be able to ebb and flow as well it you have to make adjustments when you fail and the adjust and if you have an analytical brain and you can recognize patterns you can go uh don't do that it's not don't do that again people don't like it when you do that so you make adjustments and you find out what works for you instead of, I mean, I know people that Mulaney was pretty good immediately. Like, like there are people, Dave was pretty good immediately, but he wasn't, Mulaney wasn't probably success. I mean, he auditioned for Saturday Night Live and didn't get it. Yeah. Um, you know, you, there are people that are, that are, that are good immediately, but I remember Burr doing, mm, the improv maybe eight years ago or five six years ago before he was big big it was like 20 years it finally sold out maybe it was in new york i don't remember but i remember him saying it how long it had taken him before people really cared didn't marin mm. uh, i mean he was almost gonna quit comedy yeah um yeah of course i'll watch things that are so old I'm like oh there's mark Maron. yeah He's been going at Patrice it. Patrice O'Neill one time said, "You're you're not a real comedian until you think your career is over three times." <laughs> That's so which is some in this media climate is anathema. Like, right. what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Three times? I man, I got a million views or whatever. Right. It's probably hard. no. Yeah. It, I'm thankful that everything takes me. I mean, I'm thankful is a big word, but but I'm. Things take so long for me to get. It's like you said the other day. Somebody came up to you and was like, Neil's really hitting his stride. And you were like, what? <laughs> it just cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, like. Mm. Yeah. Like he's he's been him for the same person. The the first time I started the store. Immediately. Because I'd never seen your stand up before. Yeah. And I knew you were, but not really. Yeah. Uh, and. Immediately, your shit was the funniest thing to me. The, yeah. it's not safe. Yeah. It's so funny to me. Yeah. And Ian, these yep. people that stuck out to me that were just like, His jokes sound. Are, sound are about something. I think people, I think I've told you this before, people feel like they've discovered you because they didn't hear about you. It's like, uh, you know, people get competitive when they hear a band. Yeah. Like, oh, did you... Yeah. Did you know them in their first album? Like I saw them in concert. Yeah. Like I knew Neil back when he was. Yeah. It's not safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but that's they're still wrong because they're still. 
Exactly. There, so people there's are still, still so many. I'm still not that well known. Like I'm not unknown, but I'm not like exploding. The people who this you so, so many successful people know you that levels up here versus just it's hard for comics, though, to be everyday names i mean even i could ask 100 people who sebastian is and no one knows who the fuck i know that's always funny to me me and sebastian did a show at the store on a wednesday six months ago when they had to give away tickets yeah and he's doing the forum next month it's the store is weird yeah because they the way they promote is well it's not even promote it's three days one day ahead of time but it's also the the people that go to the yeah it's it's a different thing they you and you would only see us for fifteen minutes and not a full hour, right? So, but um, it's still yeah. It's there's a weird correlation between who knows you and I'm not I'm not even mad at it. No, it, there's something insulting about it, <laughs> a, obviously, which I'm pretty real. sensitive. There's I'm pretty sensitive to the insult. I'm illegal. I'm allergic to them, <laughs> um, and obsessed with them. Uh, but but there's it's not bad. Like earning, I was telling somebody, it's like, no, I'm like just digging my way out of Shawshank. Just slow, just with a fucking spoon on mud. That Dave described fame like that. It's like, you're just chipping away. And then one day you like it, the whole thing gives you're like, oh, wait, huh? And everyone's like, oh, you were famous the whole time. You're like, no, I wasn't. No, this is famous. Yeah. When people like introducing, like no one's ever being introduced. Yeah. Everyone has worked, done the worst yeah projects you could think of just embarrassing and you just if you have a good attitude about it it can be fun and funny yeah you can't take it seriously and you also whatever whatever thing you're into you just have to be down for the worst part of the hustle if you're down for the worst part of the hustle it's fine yeah i was thinking about the amount of people that have handed out flyers the (laughs) handed out flyers for this one club in new york Oh. Me, Sarah Silverman, Nate Bargatze, Pete Holmes. Wow. Um, there's more, but it seems like that's the job to get. No, but that's successful. what I mean. It doesn't. You don't have to be. You don't have to accept it, right? But you don't have to be miserable around it, right? It's like just somebody. The advice is: if you want to work somewhere, go there and work for free, and eventually they'll just go. All right. All right somebody's gonna get hurt and they're gonna need you <laughs> so people get sick man people don't get flu shots but then when do you give up when is it i mean there's a lot of people especially in this town that not gonna happen yeah almost everybody look at the wall in the comedy store yeah look at all those framed dreams yep Who, uh if I mean, you can't i don't know i don't know it's 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 that personal because it is entertainment personal. is different. I feel like yeah. Whereas, like what? There's so uh, but many. But I think all of it. I don't know, man. If you feel like it's it's hard to say because I want to say like you feel like you're progressing, but then you're getting into people's personal feelings, and everybody feels like they're progressing, and also not doing shit at the same. Yeah, time. exactly. So I don't know. There's no way. I feel like I was my own personal um, uh, being feels like I have something inside me that I need to get out Mm. that I need to like turn inside out like, ah, and that's uh, 
barometer. It's like a North Star. Like, I still feel like I need to do this thing. So mm. having said that, after I did the my Comedy Central special, I said I, I'm not going to do another. If I'm going to do one more, and if people don't like it, I'm not going to keep doing this. But every- it was three mics. It, 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 people oh, liked that it. Was yeah, the- that was three mics. So I also think that's like a good um, standard of going, this is my last thing. And if people like it, I'll keep going. But if they don't like it, I got to stop. Well, in comedy, like there's people I know that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to dig your, sh- I don't know who's going to dig your shit. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to keep going. I'm 40. Yeah. And I haven't gotten anywhere, but I'm going to keep going. It's like, what's the line between try something else and yeah, how long, keep going? Again, again, how long can you be a loser for? <laughs> Honestly. That's so the, good. How yeah, that's long it. can you take it? How long can you take it? Can you take it until you die? Then right. keep going. Right. Just don't, please don't make other people uncomfortable. <laughs> you can help it don't make the, the oh people that are God. going it's going well for so oh i beg God. of you sir sir See, i beg so, you simone has a really good set right now and it's cracking me up and he said at first you know when he'd go back home it's like oh steve oh how's it going with the comedy he's like after like five six years everyone's like don't ask him like That's just funny. just don't ask and it's true people yeah. are like no update like okay so okay <laughs> no. still in, they just named the city still in la <laughs> Great. Still out there in Silicon Valley? That's too cool. That's um, let's funny. do some emails. This is a good You've one. got mail. Hello, Neil Bianca. As I am currently writing this email, I've just finished a tour of the Oak Valley Plantation in Louisiana with my parents. Uh, we were the only Hispanic Salvadorians, uh, as there was a lot of white people and for some reason lots of Chinese people. Before the ride, our tour bus driver, who was a who was an old big gut white guy, silver haired John Goodman, who I would bet my parents' house to say he was racist. During the ride, he talked about the history of Louisiana and then pointed out that we were passing by the Felicity Plantation where they filmed Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, it was the last plantation Solomon lived in. And worked until he got his freedom when Brad Pitt came and saved him. Um, Because that's what white people do. We're great. Uh, During his explanation, he said he didn't really like the movie because of the movie's portrayal of slavery as, quote, too cruel or too extreme. Uh, Then he said that was his opinion. He he doubled down by saying the film made all white people are evil. Uh, By saying the film made all white people are evil. Uh, Then after he dropped us off, he tripled down. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to the effect of slaves were property. Horses were also property. It would make sense to beat the horse to death while you're making it work. As he finished, I crunched my face and I saw a white couple not knowing what to do after his explanation. Uh, I probably have you uh, have what pinky thinking what Neil feel about white people not wanting to accept how entirely fucked up slavery was and just trying to adjust their perception and trying to make themselves comfortable. Um, have you guys ever been to a plantation? We have not. Nope. Uh, don't not dying to go. Not dying to go. <laughs> not a lot there. Uh, Sadness. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, white people are embarrassed by slavery, and they want to justify it. People want to justify anything bad. The only reason I cheated was because you wasn't loving me or whatever. The, uh, the I wouldn't have robbed. There, 
crime, moral, moral uh, uh, transgressions, people want to justify their behavior. And nowhere is that clearer than slavery. <laughs> Banks, your thoughts? Um, yeah, white people are really uncomfortable. And they think, well, I'm a good person. My mom's a good person. And her mom was probably a good person. Yeah. You just think about their lineage and they're like, ah, I was, we did, what were we to do? I lived in Germany and, you know, the old Germans, which is their, they have the largest population of old people. And they're split. A lot of they're people They're still freaked like, out by what they did to Jews. They're still like, fuck, I can't, I'm so fucking <laughs> gacked off that shit. No, most of them didn't do that. But they, they understood that their neighbors were being taken in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you ask them about it, a lot of them are split. What We didn't know what were yeah. they going. Yeah, but th you saw a whole population being shuffled. Yeah. I get it. You don't know where they went. They didn't know where they went. But they knew if you put the rhetoric together with what was going on, probably wasn't great. And you probably didn't want to go either. Yeah, you weren't dying. You weren't like, hey, I want on that train. Right. Yeah, no, it's called Kristallnacht. And it's, anyways, I think people make a lot of excuses for them to avoid guilt. Like you said. I, I mean, yeah, I, but I think it, I've been thinking a lot about the climate as usual. And uh, it's amazing that none of us do anything. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's, it's, we're doing jack so shit. even the idea of disposable any remember like just not remember but in the probably the 60s it started like disposable blank and then finally we're going where are we disposing of it to right just we're gonna to start shooting this shit in space honestly like i i looked that up neil degrasse tyson address it because a lot of people were like hey just throw all the trash in space and not plausible at all the amount of money it would take to yeah, get space. it into space, rocket yeah. fuel, all of that, it's just no. Yeah. Or I think we should just, I don't know. Never mind. Every time I think of something, no, I, know. I not, think of just, the, uh, just the, Calif up the Texas size, what is it? The great yeah, the trash? Yeah, garbage, garbage island. Garbage. <laughs> Gar garbage archipelago. But and that kid like, developed that invention that's cleaning it up. Yeah. But it's, it's going to take forever. He's going to do it by hand, basically. Um, right. The yeah, it's just I don't do it. It's just I don't know what to do. Yeah, they I don't, don't know what to and, do. And but so I also just be nicer to. I'm sure that guy probably has a lot of aggression towards black people in his town. The fat white guy. Mm. I don't think he likes black. I think he feels bad, and I think white people have a lot of feelings around black people, and they're all they're all fucked up, and they're all based on difference of just like again america's the only country that's trying integration and <laughs> and it's not going well it's not going great bianca don't be negative <laughs> um it's not going great and um and then there's also the like the the when you've treated someone badly it's hard to be around them no i mean you just on a regular level imagine you have a friend group i have a friend i have a few friend circles and if one when there's a a head butting and two friends are off in the corner. You go to the, the whole. Hey, well, what about? It's like no. Why should I? Why should I yeah. even apologize? Yes, she did this. She did this. Yeah. She did this. Like, okay, but it will just jumpstart the healing process. Yes, 
that's that's for her to do. Yeah. Everyone feels I think the white people feel they don't like the fact that black people are saying someone you that has the same statistics as you, poor, just happens to be black. It's worse for me. I yeah. think that everybody wants to think that they have it hard. Everybody. And when someone goes, No, I actually I do, you're like, fuck. You're like, no, <laughs> fuck you. Shit. You motherfucker. <laughs> Um, I'm reading the next one. Yeah, you should. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks. It's five lines. You've got Hi, mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. I've been listening since the beginning. Thank you. And find both of your opinions interesting and insightful. I'm 33 and tend to have really similar feelings about relationships as Neil does. What? Mm. I'm curious how Neil feel and what Binky thinky about polyamory. Do you think this is a sustainable relationship type or just a wave of something cool? Uh, did I ever tell you when I dated a woman who was in a open relationship? At the time you dated? Yeah. No? And it was interesting because she's in a relationship. So it would like, I wouldn't hear from her. And I'd be like, no, no, this is... It was Great. the it was the <laughs> rules were hard to understand. Like, wait, so should I on your birthday? Should I text you? Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just a hard it was a new formulation that was hard to follow. My issue with polyamory would be if you speak to the person as often as you do in most relationships, which is several times a day, and there's just a five hour blackout window. Where you just don't hear from them. And you're like... Great. Yes, unless you... Then you start thinking of them fucking the person. So I don't know how that works. You have to really have um, nerves of steel. Yeah. And not... Truly not be jealous. Yeah. Which is very, very, I very I can only do... I date a bunch of dudes. They, they can't though? <laughs> I would never do it, but I'm saying the way my I wouldn't. That's so funny. I could though. I have a I'm ADD. I'm very. I yeah. like chaos. Wait, who are you? Wait, am I fucking you? <laughs> um. I could never. I don't know. I can't fuck two people at the same time. I feel like that just feels. Maybe I'm old school. Feels kind of slutty. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know what I do. I'd never do. So this. you can't do what you're saying. I can't, but I can entertain. I could. So the sex part, I don't know if I could sign up for it, but my the brain dinner and personality and stuff you could. Well, that, but <laughs> dealing with multiple personality types in an intimate setting, I think I could do. The hard Yeah, part. I don't think it's hard. That's just a memory game. No, but it's I mean, look, deal with one girl, you have issues. Do you want two, three, four? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, well, that's like that's exhausting. triple, quadruple, your quadruple trouble. Good, 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 goodbye. Dude, um, you might be broke, Neil. Uh, yeah, that's the problem with polyamory. This is a, there's another, a lot of Neil relationship yeah, things on, after Neil. last week. You've got mail. Neil, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> You're a good person and that's what matters. No but and 
it is possible that there are systematic subconscious processes in you that substantially reduce the probability of long-term relationships. As you may know, there are several different attachment styles and they dramatically affect divorce rates. Uh, stats from David Brooks's last book, not oh. worth the read. Avoidant dismissive, <laughs> 60% plus divorce. Anxious, 70% plus divorce. Secure, 12%. All averaging out to the infamous 50% divorce rate. There's goodish news. 30% of people can change their attachment style. By dating someone with a secure attachment, a person can switch from avoidant to secure. Uh, there's a, about a 50 to 80% increased chance of not getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, heritability stands, sits at around 40% for attachment, not hardening. But yeah, I mean, I don't... What are you? Avoidant? Yeah. Um, I'm avoidant. Yeah, but this, you know... These are every I've lived long enough to see things like this come and go. Things like, oh, you know what it is? It's attachment style, right? It's a, you know what it is? It's your it's the uh, inner child. You know what it is? It's are you an extrovert or an extrovert? It's just all these things, and then in five years it'll be something else. Right? It's they're basically like diet fats, mm. like no carbs, all carbs, avocado. Right. Um, cheeseburger cheese no dude no keto buns. so uh i am not i first of all i have been committed relationships they just didn't work they just didn't last so um i thought about your thing about that it's a waste of time <laughs> um i know i felt it, like i struck it, a nerve with you because like, it i i you're because you're dead wrong so it's not the journey, it's the destination? And it, it, Bianca, if you have fun in the relationship, how is that a waste of time? I think I, I didn't explain what I meant well enough for you to understand where I was coming from. I feel like in your teens and your 20s, it's a waste of time to try to get to know what you like. I feel like you should spend that time trying to get to know yourself and what... Not what you, what, if you like something in this other person, I think you should spend that time trying to get to know what you really want because the things I wanted when I was 22, I don't really want, you know, eight years later. So, or four years later, whatever age I am. So I feel like it was so valuable to not be bogged down with someone else's bullshit. You also don't know. It's like, oh, that's, you're saying something different though. You're saying was, don't be in a, in long-term, long-term relationships, relationships when you're in your 20s. That's what, that's, that was my point. And that's why I said it's a waste of time because you're not even – go develop your own self before you start figuring out what's going to work good with you. That was my whole thing. The ish, my issue is with all this stuff is I know what it's like to feel a weird cosmic connection with somebody. And I'm not going to settle for less. Yeah. I'm not going to settle yeah. for like, well, I think I am. I'm, 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 I'm. Once you start raising your voice like that, it's over. Yeah, no, no, no. We're agreeing. I just yeah. think something else. Uh, Daniel, play a video. or Goodbye. Will, play a video or audio. <laughs> Dan Will. You've got mail. Hey, Neil. Hey, Binky. Uh, we're talking about thick hose. So what <laughs> I've noticed is that um, very voluptuous, like curvaceous women only seem to like truly obsessed and love skinny niggas and i find that to be offensive because it reminds me of like when you see short girls getting mad about tall guys only dating short women it's like we play for the same team nigga like why are you avoiding people who look like you and i understand like societal pressures right like women 
are in a different uh in a different uh realm of expectations because it's like oh you're you're overweight you need to be skinny blah 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 but i think there's like a racial component too because like every thick white girl i've ever dated it felt like she was fat but every like thick black girl or uh spanish or latin girl i've been with they feel like they're um more attractive because they have more of a curvaceous figure right so i don't know what it is but what i do know is that as a thick nigga (laughs) i have a hard time like locking in thick women curvaceous girls voluptuous women and i keep losing them to skinny guys like neil i mean you don't want him it's not you guys fault i get it but hey i'm thick you thick how come we can't, like, start a fire with our body heat and, like, grill some hot dogs? You know what I'm saying? Just a sick nigga bonfire. Anyway, shit's frustrating, and I just wanted to know if you had any feedback. Look. Love y'all. Bye. Young man. I love him. You're not going to... Don't say that. Uh, he'll be like, was Bianca serious? <laughs> no. Dear Bianca, this is not for, for Neil. <laughs> Can I get a direct email? Uh, you don't... You can't control who's into you. Can't control it. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, you can kind of control it with outfits, but not really. Ultimately, guys, they yeah, it's see all right the same. through yeah. the sweatpants. Like you can, can you, but it's all you can't control who's into you, and you just gotta accept skinny, thick white girls. Good. I think he gets thick white girls, yeah. and or he's been with yeah, yeah. But I think and then but all the thick girls go for me. Thick girls, girls go for tall dudes. So I'm not short. No, but I, I'm not six three. I told you, six four. No, I'm five eleven. Oh, I was like, uh, what? Uh, yeah. So I'm not. I'm skinny, and but I'm not like Pete Davidson, like no, like <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, Ichabod style. Um, I think attraction's three parts. It's where you're born, like environment what you like, and most importantly, what likes you. Because you could want whatever the fuck, but you're going to deal with what's coming. Yeah. As a man, I think, as a woman too, but really as a guy, I feel like guys take, they take what they get. Yeah, it's interesting the kind of girls that, as my life and career has progressed, the kind of girls that like me. It used to be like, literate girl Ner- nerdy like kind of literate. literate like i like i'm i read a lot and then then it became like once after special then it became like women who wanted to succeed in showbiz was also entered right like actresses that wanted like a guy <laughs> with now status entered the game and then uh and now it's do you get models sometimes um now it's uh, kind of all of the above. So it's it's pretty. I've never. I don't want to like put your business on blast, but anytime I've ever seen you, the girl, they were always really attractive. Yeah, yeah I do. I do uh, do uh, attractive people like women like me. So basically, <clears throat> what do we say to this guy? I mean, he just you, can't... you just yeah. I mean, you losing out. That's that's just good offense beats good defense. My, but my he's G. right where most people don't want my G. Most people don't want what they look like. Short girls want tall. Tall guys want short. Yeah. Tall girls want even taller. I guess maybe tall girls. All girls want tall, tall guys. Every girl in the world wants a guy taller than her. 
Um, you've heard that. You take that to the bank. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, this, I think, is... Oh, this is a good you've one. You've got mail. Neil and Bianca love the podcast. Neil's seen both three mics and your communities of the world. Think you're one of the funniest people ever. <laughs> Bianca genuinely think if we met in real life, we'd be great friends. I have a question. I'm a 33-year-old woman. Parents are Muslim and raised me that way. I practice some of it. Don't care about most of it. That's religion. I lived a shelter life because my parents were very strict and I didn't rebel much. I mention this because I was a virgin up until August of this year, 33 years old. I was because of how I was brought up and I'm sure a bunch of body dysmorphia. My mother really did a number on me. Uh, but in July, I started dating this guy. I slept with him on the third date because, I mean, it was time. We're in a relationship now, gotten very close, and it's going really well. We're spending New Year's together and already have plans for next year and everything. Cute. Uh, my question is, do I tell him he was my first? He doesn't know or give him my indication that he has, or give me the indication that he's figured out. And to be 100% honest, I've told him I slept with other people. Our sex life is pretty amazing, despite the fact that everything I'm doing is mostly for the first time. <laughs> that's that. Thank job. you, porn. Does he need to know? I'm very conflicted about it. Friends tell me he doesn't need to know, but they don't know that i lied to him uh how, how hbt wbt i um, think i think you should just tell him like on a cute part of the vacation when you're a little tipsy and be like i have to tell you something i don't think it yeah, matters do yeah okay do that hey you don't have to i if you tell it like it's a funny thing yeah say like oh by the way you know i was virgin when we were he was like what like come on i didn't that's such a Neil way to explain something. Yeah. But, come on. Come on. Come on. Stop it. You thought I fucked before? <laughs> you know I never fucked before. Who bleeds like that? Um, yeah, I think, I think you if should, you yeah. say, if you just throw it out there, super cashies. Super cashies. You, I mean, you can say, I, I've i dated somebody that I've had to lie. I lied to at first because I didn't want to reveal whatever the thing was. And then eventually... We started kissing. The first time he kissed me, I was like, oh, I have to be honest. Blah, blah. Yeah. And it was fine. I think you should tell. If it's on your mind and he's being it's really. It's fine for a girl. What's fine? I lied. <laughs> well, I made sure we didn't, right. we didn't fuck him and date yeah, him. Yeah, but I'm like, saying it's fine, fine for a girl to be like, mm, I have a funny secret. <laughs> I made a, I just made a mistake. Whereas guys are like, I don't trust him. He's If he lies about this. First of all, guys don't. Guys don't trust you off the bat if you lie. I think they're probably fat. They're less paranoid than women are. I I think guys lie constantly, and women need to be wary of it. But I'm saying, um, I I'm I'm saying uh, that somehow men are the victim again, okay, yep, as I usual. Somehow. What else would I be saying? Oh. Uh, yeah, just throw, you don't have to tell them, and if you do, just keep it cash and don't do like. Um, after dinner, I have to tell you something. Right. Don't just make it don't make a thing. big fucking pot. Don't have a trumpet player come out. Don't have like a ceremony. I don't like a ceremony mm. on, on, I've on shows and stuff. Mm. I've actually said to people, don't, you know, when people go, Hey Neil, can I talk? Hey, you got a second? I'm like, do I, is this a cancer diagnosis? Just right. fucking tell me what you need. If I'm talking to you, I got a second. Yeah. Uh, don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, no, that that spikes anxiety. Like, yes. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. This is a good one. A hey, Nail and Banks. This past summer, I got into a bad argument with a friend after he texted me a sad news story about someone who died. I was already feeling down that day, and so I deflected with a sarcastic joke in response. 
a crappy pun, no less. My friend was furious about this, telling me that I need to grow up and have more compassion for people. I tried pointing out that actually I do think it's terrible that this happened, that I wouldn't have joked if we knew the victim or the family, but my friend wasn't having it, and he and I haven't spoken since. I suspect my friend was reminiscing about his own losses that when he sent the story and took my sarcasm and betrayal of his feelings. I regret how I acted, if that's the case, and hope that we can communicate our emotions better if we become friends again. This experience has left me wondering, when is gallows humor acceptable? I've always admired how comedy can bring relief to dark situations, and I think that was at least part of my intent with the joke, but clearly it depends on the situation and sense of finesse involved. Um, anyway, how Neil feel? What Binky thinking? Um, uh, I believe there is a, a term, a phrase, a idea called whistling past the graveyard. Meaning, we're all going to die. To me, all humor is gallows humor. All humor is coping with the fact that we're living in this absurd existence level of consciousness. And it's all absurd. It's all absurd. So I'm kind of of the mind that... And comedy is good for coping. So in the, the documentary I'm doing... Um, I'm talking about that. Like, I've done 9-11 jokes with Pete Davidson. Right. His dad died in 9-11. Uh, you did them or he did them? I did them. Not like, well, you fucking, yeah. you're fucking orphan. Like, there are ways to do jokes. Um, there are ways to do jokes about something. And it's not, I think if you do it in the right spirit, and I'm used to hanging out with comedians. So we... I'll do the joke yeah, no, immediately. Joke comes before any serious. Yeah, before the feelings. Like yeah. you'll have the. You're like, and even if you have the feelings, you're like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like I do acknowledge that as a good joke. Uh, but yeah, I, I think like it's okay. It's I, I, I think this person just didn't. You caught him on a. You caught him with a bad one, and uh, he or he caught a bad. Somebody caught a bad one. And you just kind of got to, that's the game. But I believe that all gallows humor, some of the funniest things I've ever said and some of the funniest things I've ever heard were based on. Like, fucked up. Paul Rudd had a fucking great joke at me at Three Mics. Uh, he, I was talking about something. I had a joke that I cut from Three Mics that I won't repeat because it was shitting on a celebrity. And, and Paul Rudd goes, um, my he goes my son his like 10 made fun of that celebrity the other day and uh and like the it was a very specific slam on like an obscure celebrity and i go wow that i go he's definitely your son and uh paul rudd goes yeah i love i love that son i love my son as much as your dad didn't love you <laughs> It is fucking hilarious. That's so funny. It's fucking hilarious. Like, and I could be like, well, I just got off stage, man. I don't know. It's a fucking good slam. I don't know. It's fair. But also, this guy, one, it was a crappy joke to some, like, it just, do do they joke like this? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, You also wouldn't love if some random person came up to you and made a shitty joke. At your expense or something. If I didn't know, if, if you didn't if know, it wasn't. It's not the dynamic. Yeah, it's like the Santino thing where, right. like, he made it. It's like we don't. That's not the kind of jokes we make. Like, right. that's not admissible. Right. And it was like way beyond on in terms of on the meanness scale. Like, you can't. 
you're not that's not it's right not cool. this doesn't feel it's safe. not cool this doesn't feel safe um, so part of me is like also just go and apologize people are so bad at moving beyond yeah just say hey this what he wrote is fantastic yeah Read it really it out was loud. very like hey if that i i my guess is i told you about that fbi negotiator who said that the key to when you're negotiating with somebody is to say if i hear you correctly right blank and you repeat back to them and half the time just repeating back to them their feelings solves their feeling because they just wanted somebody to hear them that's all anybody needs you know the guy that held up the trader joe's in um Mm -hmm. i read the write-up of actually what happened i'm surprised someone hasn't turned it into a movie it humanizes him so they probably won't but uh it's not what movies are about right movies about robots (laughs) robots yeah um so what happens is that he the cops actually shot the one fatality it was just the cops the gun it wasn't he didn't kill her but but whatever the point is that he went in there and everyone started talking to him and they were sitting with him and talking to him especially this one lady and was he on the run or something so he basically shot his grandma and like tried to shoot Whoops, his girlfriend we've all been there i think he's, i think Could've he happened, didn't anyway. die she didn't die anyways he went on the run ran into a trader joe's and, and just was like this is a stick up and took them hostage because he was being chased. Went into Trader Joe's, sealed himself off, took them hostage. Cops tried to shoot in. They killed the manager. Cops killed the manager in pursuing him. So they're sequestered in this Trader Joe's. Everyone's either hiding or they ran. And then the hostages are talking to him. And it's so... I just cried through the whole article. Basically, they start talking to him like, what happened? What's wrong? And one of the ladies, maybe she was a teacher and just was talking to him. And he was like, man, I feel like if... I met you before I wouldn't have done all this. I just wanted someone to talk to. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's kind of a fucked up way to go about it. But in the end, most people really do just want to yeah, be hurt. It's either, I've been there where I wanted to talk so bad that I shot my grandmother. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Neil, it's a I sad mean, story. I mean, look, grandmothers <laughs> are annoying with their cards and their money. With their five dollar oh bills, their two dollar cool two dollar bills. Not that fucking cool. <laughs> Goodbye. That's me opening fire. This guy. Uh, this wrote guy wrote a, a long fucking, one. Should I read it? No, because it's too long. But you've got mail. This guy's basically saying like yeah, he's paraphrase. with me on the relationship tip. No, what which part? is like that's vague. Is there is the feeling that there's something wrong with me for never having been in a relationship? Just bullshit propagated by every stupid rom com pop song tv ad and the way our culture is generally constructed around love is love overrated or will i regret it if i never put myself out there and try to make something work with somebody um he meant long-term relationship yeah uh this guy is like travels he does a lot of shit i do travels yeah again i'm not like the 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 spokesman for not being in a relationship. You kind of. I mean, I become it. You become the spokesman for no. Uh, I speaking engagements. Um, <laughs> but the p- part of living life by your own barometer is there's a level of you need a level of anger to it 
to be able to withstand the fucking wind mm. of culture coming at you, you have to be like, no, 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 no. People are like, you want this? You want this? You want this? You want to want like the world's just constantly saying, yeah, do you like, want it? Do you want it? Do you want it? And then I'm outside, Neil. It's yeah, beautiful. come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's such a nice day. Such a nice day. Such a nice day. And then you, you have to remember, like, I don't like that. Right. I don't like it, and it's really hard to remember. But your taste and your standards and your ethos and your aesthetic are great even though they are not popular they seem to work for you mm. and forcing yourself out of it for other people's sake this guy seems pretty healthy he seems you know verbose he needed to talk to somebody right. um uh so there's another guy with the same thing yeah a lot of I really struck a nerve with you. Just you have to. I'm not even saying stick to your gun. This guy's also 28. Yeah, the term. The, Wait, the, I think you repost. No, maybe. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So I read it's twice. Oh yeah, I was like, I was man, say, he's also this guy can't stop writing this letter. <laughs> this letter's going around. Um. So just you just got to your guns. stick to your guns. If you got to fucking believe in it. Yeah, you got to you home. could tr- or you could try to be in a relationship based on what other people said. There is a quote that it's attributed to Nipsey Hussle. It's not from him, but would you rather be at war with the world and peace with yourself or at peace with yourself? I'm sorry. Would you rather be at peace with yourself and war with the world? Or at peace with the world and war with yourself. You can p- take a pick. Take a pick. You want peace with myself, man. Yeah. Every time. It's hard though because the world keeps starting a war, <laughs> and you just have to be like, nah, world, no. I don't think you'll ever achieve hundred percent peace with yourself, hundred percent war with the world. Some things come in. Some things you do just out of conditioning. You know? Yeah, I don't. I'm not all to, like, no, fucking, I'm not going like, anywhere. You gotta live off the grid. Fuck your right. system, old man. Right. But you try. You just have to have a a resolve around it because it what it do you will do? sequester yourself. No, I don't. Okay. It's hard. I get my whole new show that I'm doing in New York, the stage show, is about being okay with who you are, which is the corniest fucking hallmarkiest shit in the world but it's like i'm not wrong i'm not i don't agree with you or you don't agree with me but that doesn't mean i'm wrong it's right for me right sorry do you what do you do when what's your do you just you know when at different times when people want you to neil come do this thing neil come do this thing that everyone's doing you just I just have to remind myself. I, sometimes I go and then I remember like, you don't like this. This yeah. hurts your feelings. <laughs> just get, just get remind, away. remember what you're like. It's like I told Theo on his podcast. I've been lately closing my ears and going, what do you like? Yeah, you told me that. I didn't know you actually physically closed yeah, your ears. Yeah, I, I physically do it. What do you like? And you, it comes up. You know what you like and just do that. And that's what your life should be. I, it's really simplistic, but you gotta start a nap. Start a nap. Cl- close one. your ears. Close okay, your ears. what do you like? 
It's a 99 cents. Goodbye. Uh, that one's confusing. We got to wrap this shit up. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Day one feeler here. Love the show. I'm a black guy, and I was talking with a group of white slash other race girlfriends, and hooking up became a topic. I found out that most of them at some point in time have been with slash are really into black guys. Now take the same question and I ask my white slash other race guy friends and the answer is the complete opposite. They either say they're not into black girls or we'll name exceptions, friends we know and obvious celebrities, Rihanna, Beyonce, blah, blah, blah. When I asked black women, it was a very mixed answer and they all seemed more open to the idea of it. I want to know what Neil Phil won't be thinking about this. This guy's surveying people. This is a toughie because whenever somebody says the exception thing, that's always funny to me. Like, well, you know, black women do it too, where they'll be like, you know, Channing Tatum. He, it's like, okay, so he's got to be chiseled and a perfect dancer and a movie star? Okay, cool. Um, I mean, everyone does it. Fucking what's his face on that interview? Uh, uh, John Mayer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When he's like, uh, Pete. Holly, Pete, yeah, Holly, Holly Rob, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, uh, what? Halle, Don't say Halle, these. Halle, Halle, yeah, the exception stupid. thing sounds. Makes it just sound makes you worse. It's like it's oh. not, you know who's a good one. It's basically <laughs> you know here's a good one. She's different. She's a good one. And by that you mean she has light skin and white features. Um, so drop it. Uh, yeah. What's up? With white I don't. Dudes? I mean, I don't. I, I think white think, dudes are scared. Again, I don't. I think that you can. It's okay to like what you like. It's okay, black girls. It's okay, white guys. It's okay, black women. It's okay, it's okay black men. It's okay, white women. It's okay. Um, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I, just, I don't think you can shame people into no, their body wanting weird. to fuck something else. It's the one time where you can be super shallow and yeah. cheesy and lame and weird. It's like, what do you like? I mean, what? Close your eyes. Close your ears. What, what do, you do like? I want to fuck? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I yelled at yeah. the microphone. Um, but here's the thing. How much a part does... Because I think... I think white guys would date more black women and black women would date more white guys if there wasn't this weird stigma between that What connection. What stops black men and white women? Or what does I think there's stop? a little like forbidden yeah Ooh, mandingo there's no narrative that, around white men and black women yeah, it's like slavey i mean the Ch- thomas jefferson of course the godfather <laughs> godfather of this whole shit but i've dated a lot of white guys and it's not that i think a lot of white guys don't think black girls are into them yeah it seems it seems for forbidden it seems like a long distance to go right. culturally because there is I think that be, white girls have hip hop to like to draw from. There, there are black male cultural centers. Right. Number one, hip hop. Number two would be <laughs> basketball, the NBA. Right. So th- that are big feeders. Like they're on TV all the time. Black women, it's just R and B. You know what I mean? And so the white guys into R and B are so cheesy. Are the worst. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just R and B and 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 queen sugar um 
uh, girlfriend, girlfriend's insecure. My yeah. Girlfriend. Um. So you know. But in the South, apparently, is the highest rate of interracial dating because they're yeah. all the same. They're same all. God, they're same. just. They just want some. Some. Some, some something to lick this. Some sweet tea. Some the sweet, sweet tea and a spicy wing. Goodbye. Um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, let's do let's make a last one. That one was another one on the oh, side, on Neil's side. Damn, she's down you. for the seventy thirty. Um, you've got mail. This this is a this guy makes a very fucking funny observation. All right. Hey, hey, long time feeler, first time emailer. Uh, love the show. I appreciate the two that you two actually discuss hot privilege because I think it's a huge cause of inequality that no one wants to discuss. Do you think that? Hot privilege will ever become a hot button issue. Uh, I think it's particularly a problem with employment, especially within the media. I'm a classic fat uggo. <laughs> and we're a classic fat uggo. And worked as a journalist for 10 years. I always did well getting jobs as a freelancer when I was con- when I was contacting editors through email. But anytime I met an editor in person and they saw what I looked like, the relationship changed. Oh. Generally, I'd get ghosted or start being offered assignments connected with food. Which is so goddamn funny, I can't stand it. At a certain point, it's probably worth discussing this sort of treatment as bigotry, right? I don't understand why jobs in print media or radio also require hot people. Will we ever get over this, or will uggos like myself always be second-class citizens? A-H-N-F-W-B-T. Here's why it's always going to be an issue. Because you can't prove it. You can prove age discrimination. You can prove racial discrimination because you can prove I'm 55. I'm Puerto Rican. You can't prove like everyone thinks I'm ugly. Right. No, you can't not look at this. We can all agree on one thing. It's that this faith doesn't work. (laughs) No one wants to be disposed and like. Yeah, but no one's going to also even this guy's saying I'm ugly, but you can't prove that that's what happened exactly you can't prove i know people that have been fired for being fat straight up entertainment jobs yep not on camera either oh like they don't i don't like i don't like he just there's i don't like he's unkempt that kind of thing well it's funny once you come to hollywood tinseltown all this this all the um all the points of discrimination that you're not allowed to discriminate against is the is the job. Like, yes. are you fat? We need a fat guy. Overweight. And no one else yeah. can get this Round. job, but a fucking yes. fat Mexican guy. Yeah. Or a skinny black guy. And At the same time, I can't ask you how old you are in an audition. Right. Uh, uh, legally, I cannot ask how Unless old Unless it's alcohol, is. yeah right it's like are you below are you at least 25 yes uh so but i mean the things that we try to run from in society and we preach it aren't cool everyone as long as we'll fucking get me a little fame yeah but it's never it ain't getting you little's the appropriate word because it ain't you ain't going well if you're getting pigeonholed you ain't gonna be the fat fat top my friend was the fat guy and everything or my old teacher and then he lost a lot of candy go ahead I'm not that old. John Candy I, taught you? That's no, cool. I'm not that old. Yep. And so <laughs> rumors. He lost weight because his doctor's like, you're headed you're towards die. cardiac issues. And he never worked mm-hmm. on any skip. So, you know, I think we kind of I've explained this on other podcasts. 
as a director, when I cut to you, the audience has to have a subconscious expectation of who you are. Mm. If I cut to you and you're fat, you're either lazy or happy. Honestly, if you're British, you're either a terrorist or gay. Or like a thoughtful man at the office who's maybe trying to fuck you (laughs) on the low. Like... There are certain expectations. <laughs> Trying to fuck you uh, If you're a bald black guy, you're probably in evil. the military or not evil. If, well, you're, a if, bald, you're, an, if you're a bald Middle Eastern, you're evil. Like I'm sorry, I was thinking just, of Tyler Perry rules. If you're a bar, bald, yes. dark-skinned black guy, yes. you're the pre-wife beater. Yes. If you're a light-skinned, attractive man, you're the guy she gets at the end. Yes. Uh, like, yes. So there are certain... Just like the langu- visual language, semiotics it's called, are completely in play. And by the way, they're in play. Tall people make a million dollars more, between seven fifty and a million dollars more than short people mm. over a lifetime. And I, th- it's not, you're not going to be able to prove it. Right. You're just never going to be able to prove that. It was because you have a bias. Toward, yeah, yeah you have a bias against short people prove it the ones that you can't discriminate against are the ones we collectively agree is that's that's kind of fucked up it's all it is it's not which ones race gender gender and uh, and pregnant pregnant uh, creed color it's sexual preference or whatever yeah but you can't prove ugly subjective you can can totally legally subjective wink (laughs) but we all know who's ugly and who's not (laughs) <laughs> uh and and yeah like do you there's also a thing of like do i want to be around this person mm. and you know healthy people seem like better to uh, yeah who fucking yeah, like a bunch of fat uggos yeah according to this guy's yeah like, like i don't want to be around uggos <laughs> i like that he's saying uggo though that's fun uggo is so funny goodbye um Aww. Uh, I'm sure he's not that ugly. You've got mail. Hey guys, I'm a college student male who's sexually active and my penis is uncircumcised. Women have never had any sort of problem with my penis during sex, but, d- sex. but when I initially take it out... They don't scream? Ow! <laughs> when I initially take it out, some definitely notice the difference in appearance... Particularly the black women I've been with. For some reason, oh, for some reason. I haven't slept with a white woman before, but I assumed that they would react even more startled. I feel like it's something that American women usually make a bigger deal about. I'm not ashamed of being uncircumcised at all. I'm personally against circumcision. Was wondering how Bianca feels about uncircumcised penises in general or if she has been with guys who are uncircumcised. And how do you guys feel about circumcision in general? Thanks. Mm. Love you guys. Mm. Mm. Well, I, uh, I, 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 I have lived outside of the yeah, country. Yeah, you have traveled. And um, yeah, well, we called them. There's an ant Hordhog? eater. Yeah. There's a, what, like a inside out sock, uh-huh. some sort of sock jokes. Yeah. There's so many jokes. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. The guy feels more, and I think sex is a little bit more enjoyable for him, which means it's more enjoyable for, you know, the vibe. Yeah. Because he feels more because it's yeah, it's more uh, encased. Yeah. The penis doesn't head get is out like, much. No. And the idea that and their exposed penis head, like, 
whatever you do, bumping around in underwear. Yeah. It hurts them. It's like it's like as if my clitoris was just out, out here, just out. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they have better sex. I think you're right, but I think it's like 10%, like more feeling. I, okay. I could you're make fine. that up. You, could, you can deal with uh, that. Well, they say, sir, I, ne- I didn't know that people weren't circumcised till like I was 20 or something. Well, I would watch 90 sitcoms and it's always like Jewish people are circumcised. But I thought everyone was. So in America, yeah. it's standard. But yeah. I think in the rest of the world, yeah. it's only Jewish guys that are circumcised. Most yeah. people aren't. It's a shame because without circumcision, if you get circumcised, you then have automatically have a beautiful penis. Yeah, um, it, it looks better, but it... <laughs> it's better, but it's never great. It, um, it's it, fine. It's it just all, like, yeah, it gets 10% better looking. It looks like sure. a banana. Yeah. Just like a little tip yeah. i don't notice a difference but i hope my mom's not listening to this part but going down on a guy with i don't that's less interesting to me it's not interesting it's gooey oh, sorry it's just gooier i don't want to i like a dry you like a dry a dry <laughs> you like to flint you'll start a fire down there <laughs> you like some some tinder down there and some flint and a and you bring your fucking <laughs> um wait yeah. your friend whitney has the fun she said the funniest thing the other day she said that she's like men when they're infants get skin ripped from their penis and she said you guys don't use that nearly enough she's like can you imagine if women were circumcised oh <laughs> So well, that's of course. Men would, ne- women will. I hate to say we'll complain about anything, but where it's like, if they saw, it's like guys take fucking Propecia to keep their hair. And what's up with Propecia? Theo was saying it. He wanted to kill himself on Propecia. Oh no! Like it has. So the, again, I still think it's worse on the pill. But guys just don't complain about shit like that. We're just like, that's fine. No, you don't. And she, she, I always thought about it. I'm like, if women had their nipples snipped or something, yep. God. Ow. I mean, the certain. Having said that, there is the vagin, the the and that's general gruesome, mutilation. But everyone, yeah. that one is doesn't seem. Men are soldiers out here, Bianca. <laughs> and that's what I've been trying to tell you. If you learn nothing, if this is your last podcast, Bianca, if say, this, if you never simple. listen to the show again, this is for everybody now. <laughs> These motherfucking men out here. Are soldiers you understand me <laughs> soldiers soldiers all right we did we gave you a podcast we love you this is what you want yeah. uh rate us would you i don't i'm not rate. gonna threaten you i'm not gonna threaten you threaten them again subscribe rate if you made it this far you can you don't have to stop anything just rate it just do it it's just better on. it's better it just feels good all right okay uh god bless love you guys goodbye I'm